Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody, and Freilich Hanukkah, everybody. And what an exciting Erev Shabbos it is today when we are approaching <clears throat> Erev Shabbos, Hanukkah, and Rosh Chodesh. Wow. And I can only tell you that um, the picture of Amir Tzashem, what we're going to see tomorrow morning, of three Sifrei Torah, uh, something that I know I'm dating myself, but in yesteryear I would call it a Shabbos Kodak moment, a very special moment. Let's, however, begin <clears throat> and go in order, and therefore let's understand the following. Many have the practice of davening Mincha this afternoon earlier, namely prior to the lighting of Ne'er Hanukkah. Why? Because in the Beis HaMikdash, the menorah was lit in the evening after the Korban Tomid Shalbenhar Bayim, after the afternoon Korban Tomid. Our Mincha corresponds to the Korban Tomid that was brought in the afternoon, and therefore to show our connection to the Beis Hamikdash for which we yearn, and our intuitive understanding that our observance of Hanukkah is clearly a precursor for us for the third Beis Hamikdash. For that reason, as well as perhaps practically the hecticity in terms of what's going on in the house of lighting Ner Hanukkah before Ner Shabbos would be another reason to Davim Mincha early. Okay, now, the first thing we pointed out was that you have to light Ner Hanukkah this afternoon before Ner Shabbos. Why? Because we follow the opinion of the Baal Halachos Gedolos, who says that once the Ner Shabbos is lit, the woman who lit the Ner Shabbos, for her, she accepts Shabbos. Once she accepts Shabbos, she cannot light the Ner Hanukkah afterwards. And therefore, we light Ner Hanukkah first. Next, it's crucial to understand why we cannot use the small Shabbos candles, the small colored candles, this afternoon for the Hadlaka. The reason for that is the Hanukkah lights that we light this afternoon have to last for at least an hour and a half. And I have to explain why. Candle lighting today, approximately 4.10. Now, Ner Hanukkah has to be lit, as we explained a moment ago, before that. Okay, now, the proper time for lighting Ner Hanukkah is every day, approximately 
So you have to have your Ne'er Hanukkah burning for an hour until we get to 510, which is Tseis HaKochavim, and then it has to burn for another half an hour, which is the amount of time that the Ne'er Hanukkah is to burn. And therefore, if you have an oil menorah, you are set because most oil menorahs will burn for at least an hour and a half, if not more. If you don't have an oil menorah and you can fit Shabbos candles into your menorah, you're also set because your Shabbos candles burn for more than an hour and a half. If you don't have a menorah that takes oil or Shabbos candles, (coughs) excuse me, one could use tea lights. If you have six tea lights in a row, and put the seventh for your shamas a little bit in a distance away from the sixth, you are okay. You don't need a menorah. A menorah is something which is enhances the performance of the mitzvah, but adin, and this is also very important, all you need is one. So if you are uncomfortable and nervous, light one tea light, but whatever you're lighting, it has to last for at least an hour and a half. Okay? That is very, very important in terms of imkvar askvar. If we're going to do it, let's do it right. Okay. Further, let's take a look at Emir Tzashem, and I'm in no rush to get there, but Havdallah for this Shabbos in the Beis HaKnesses, we light Ner Hanukkah before Havdalah. And the reason for that is, number one, we don't want to end Shabbos early. I, you're lighting a light by lighting Ner Hanukkah. Yes, but conceptually, the fact that you're delaying the uh, recitation of Havdalah is a significant statement that we're making. We're in no rush to end Shabbos. At home, what do you do? It depends on your family minog. You can't go wrong whether you make Havdalah first and then light Ner Hanukkah or the reverse. Okay. I want to share with you this morning a interesting thought that I hope you will appreciate and that is there's something about Ner Hanukkah which is different from other mitzvos and that is that it has a three-tiered system namely the Gemara tells us in Shabbos Chof Aleph Amid Beis that the basic mitzvah is Ner Ish Ubeso one light per night for the entire family. Then the, and by the way, the Sephardim follow this practice and they have one menorah per household. Next, we have the Mahadrin, those that are more careful in the performance of mitzvos. They have Ner Lechol Echod V'Echod which 
we Ashkenazim follow the opinion of the Ramah, which means that each individual lights their own. And finally, we have Mahadrin, Mina Mahadrin, whereby we light each night, as Beis Shammai says, in a descending order, starting with eight, going down to one. Beis Hillel in an ascending order, starting with one, going up to eight. But Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai agree that the Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin is focusing on Hashem and the miracle that He provided for us with providing oil for eight days. So we go from the mitzvah, which is the individual, to the next step, which is ner echad, which is the family, which is the involvement of man in the process, each individual lighting, and finally we focus on Hashem. I'd like to suggest what this is as follows. The middle stage of Ner Lechol Echod Vi Echod speaks about the involvement of man. Namely, we know, says the Pneo Shua, we didn't need the miracle in the first place. We could have used the impure oil, Tuma Hutra Bitsibur. We have a very basic halachic concept which teaches us that if the majority of the Jewish community are in a state of tumor impurity, you could use the impure oil. So we could have used the impure oil and we never would have needed and had the miracle of Hanukkah in the first place regarding the oil. And so, why did we not use the impure oil? because we wanted to show and did show our Mesiris Nefesh, going out of our way, our strong desire. We don't want second best. We only want the best in our service of Hashem. And especially there are those that say that you could use the impure oil once you have a functioning Beis Amigdash. But to start something up, because the Beis Amigdash had been disrupted by the Greeks and there was a void in the Avoda, there was an interruption in the service in the Beis Amigdash of Korbanos, and now that we're starting it up, we want to start it up in the best way possible, not using second best impure oil, we want to use the best. But any way you look at it, that second step is of Mahadrin, focusing on the partnership between man and God, the involvement of man in the process of Ner Hanukkah. And finally, we come to Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin, which means that man takes a step back, and it's not about him and his participation and his partnership, but it's all about Hashem. Ain old milvado. It's only our focus is on Hashem. And that's ideally what we are to learn from Hanukkah, how we are to perform mitzvos. For example, take 
the mitzvah of tefillah, which is so basic and fundamental to all of us. And one could ask, as indeed the Mabit does ask, how do we have the chutzpah to come to Hashem again today and make the same requests that we made yesterday and the same requests that we made two days ago? And why are we not to be considered a nudnik. Hashem should say to us, enough, I heard this from you, I heard this from you, why are you coming back to me again? And the powerful answer of the Mabit is just the opposite. By our coming to Hashem with our requests, we are saying, Hashem, you are our only address. You are the only one that can solve our problems, that provide for us. You are really the center of our universe. And therefore, our very constant requests of Hashem three times every day is really a shevach. It's really a praise and thanksgiving to Hashem. And therefore, the concept of our going from mitzvah to mahadrin to mahadrin min mahadrin is to be a prototype of how we address and focus on mitzvos throughout the year. And ultimately, this is what we find in Parshas Miketz. At the beginning of the parsha. number one, Yosef is Vayiritsuhu Minabor. He is finally remembered by the Sar Hamashkim two years later. And what happens? He comes, he's rushed out of the jail, and the Superno says this is a portent for all the future deliverances of Klal Yisrael that will happen in a hurried, rushed fashion, beyond the norm, etc. Mashiach is going to come when we least expect it, very, very quickly, please God. But beyond that, Paro says to Yosef, young man, I've heard that you have the ability to interpret dreams. And what is Yosef's beautiful answer? Bill or doi? Oh no, it's beyond me. It's not me. Elokim yane eshlom paro. It's Hashem. It's God who will respond with Paro's welfare. It's not me. This is the perfect example as to how the Jew ultimately focuses, takes all the gifts that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him, and instead of patting himself on the back and realizing or thinking that perhaps it's coming from him, it's all Hashem Ya'aneh. It's all coming ultimately from him. The incredible privilege that we have this Shabbos to celebrate once again Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you for this wonderful opportunity to bring this additional light into our homes and indeed into the entire world. Shabbat Shalom, Good Chodesh, and a Freilich Chanukah to all.